Time God is good is NCU Radio 91.1, 91.3, 91.5 in the cool hills of Mandeville. You're in tune to the program Health and Happy, sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seven Day Adventists. I'm your host, Jovan White. We're here giving God all the glory and the praise for His grace and His mercies, as brothers true. It's your program of information and inspiration as uplifted with healthy vibrations. Yes, my friends, we're looking at a wonderful topic this evening. Welcome to Health and Happy. This evening, we're looking at Health and Happy traveling. Yes, traveling as it pertains to persons who are ill. How do you take care of somebody who is physically ill in a bad way and you are traveling with them to various places outside of Jamaica? What can you do? What do you do? How do you emotionally prepare yourself and also for the person practically? We have in studio Dr. Ellorine Turner-Price. She has been here a couple of times before. Uh, she is a breast cancer survivor. She's a holistic um, nutritionist trained at the Uchi Pines. Yes. Where's Uchi, where's Uchi Pines again? That is in Columbus, Georgia. Right. And it's a Seventh Adventist holistic health. Yes, um, it is a holistic Seventh Day Adventist institution. institution. Yes. Yeah. Author of eight nutrition books and the Caribbean's only handbook on breast cancer survival. Yeah. Um, the book is a wonderful book, bombshell of a book, we could say, Prepare to Live Cancer-Free, A Caribbean Woman's Guide to Breast Cancer Survival. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah you are a proud survivor. Oh, yeah. Uh, only by Thank God's God. grace. God's yes. grace. Yes, oh, yes. Can you believe it? Yes, yes. I'm just thinking, it's amazing, the little things and right. the big things. Right. But it's the little things that really right. matter, you know? You have a passion for cooking things oh, raw. Geez. Raw. Raw oh, cooking. Yeah. Ah, raw. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. Um, tell us about that. Where the passion came from? Let me tell you. I was raised on a farm. So we are accustomed to just in the country, mm -hmm. just climbing trees, mm -hmm. picking fruits, mm -hmm. going out into the garden, eating tomatoes, that right. kind of thing. And then becoming a Seventh-day Adventist, I'm literally in love with the message yes. of health yes. of the Seventh-day Adventist yes. church. Coupled with that, when I was diagnosed... Yes. One of the things that I was taught at Uchi Pines by Dr. Trash and Dr. Mark mm -hmm. is holistic approach to wellness. Mm -hmm. And one of them is eating as raw as possible, mm -hmm. everything uncooked. It mm -hmm. was amazing. Wow. Amazing. I tell you, I went for about two weeks. I was totally raw, totally not even soup. No meat. And I no. lost 17 pounds wow. in that two weeks. Awesome. Awesome. And I said, I, my body felt amazing. And wow. I'm like, you know something? Wow. I'm not turning back from this thing. So, so no no meat, no fish, no, nothing? No there. meat, no wow. fish. Well, mm -hmm. let me tell you. Mm -hmm. A tradition in my house is every Friday night we have lentil soup. Mm -hmm. And I still have that, yes. you know. Yes. So... That's one of the few things I have that's actually cooked. cooked right. But other than that, I use my dehydrator mm. or I sun dry. Mm. I make things into powder or, and the funny thing is that when you 
fix your food in that way, you are better able to preserve it. Wow. Because okay. things like sweet potato, mm-hmm. I can do like raw sweet potato chips or I can just powder it mm-hmm. and I can use it for my soups and I can make breads in my dehydrator and so forth. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. One of these days, I'll make you a raw lasagna. I love to taste that. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I love to taste it. My wife does good, good lasagna. That's her trademark, I, one of her good all things. All right. But I, I don't think I've ever heard it um, the, uh, raw the, the raw one. way. Yes. Wow, that's it's awesome. Yes. It's awesome. I should tell it's her about awesome. that. It's awesome. It's fresh. It's, yeah. it's just simple. It's yeah beautiful and tasty okay because it's it's just having food in their natural form mm-hmm. natural taste nothing added mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just food food in its original state we talk to us dr price as we look at the food you know yes. persons who are ill traveling what yes. do you do as it pertains to food preparation so somebody is listening they're thinking of going to florida uh, yes. or they're thinking going to europe they are yes. terminally ill or yes. well maybe not terminal maybe stage one cancer stage two yeah. or diabetic or high yes. blood pressure and they're concerned they're yes. wondering how am i going to adjust to um traveling overseas all right let me tell you Preparation is optimal. Mm-hmm. So some of the things we have to think about is what is it that my body really needs and really needs now? Mm-hmm. First and foremost, the immune system. Mm-hmm. Because you know that's the machine of the body that runs right. and keeps that engine running. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at what do I need to ensure that my insurance. Then I have to find out what are the things that I must eat every day in as natural a form as possible, as simply as possible, and where do I get them, Mm. right? Now, another thing we have to do is we have to think about how much of what we can take. Mm -hmm. We have to think about what are the approvals that we need to understand. For example... If you are going to, say, um, Europe, you have to understand, how do I get the the things that I really need? And what are the permits that Mm. I need to get if I don't have access to that in Mm. Europe? And I have it here. Is it something that I can take? Mm -hmm. What are the permits that I need? Mm -hmm. Things like those you have to know talk with the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, you have to talk with the Ministry of Tourism, or your travel agency. The travel agency must be able to give you information on the different permits that you need. In addition to that, when you are looking at traveling to places like these and you're ill, you have to look at your water source Mm. because that is very important. Lots of things come along in your drinking water. Do I have to have this type of water, bottled water, boiled water, and so forth? Think about what country you're going. How are things done Done there? there, And it's good to have the, uh, the consultancy of your travel agency. Another thing is... If you are food, when I say food dependent, I mean if you have an illness, for example, diabetes, and you know that these are the type of fruits you have to have, and you have to have so much carbohydrates, so much protein, what are the sources? Look at 
where your sources are uh, coming true, from. True. You understand me? True. You, if you can't have meat, you know, going to Europe is a it's a heavy meat base. Right, right. I mean, right. so what are my substitutes? Can I take them with me? And am I going to have someone with me? Mm-hmm. Someone, a caregiver or a supporter who travels with me so that that individual can do a lot of my preparations and I can consult them and I'll be, I won't have to worry mentally mm-hmm. that I don't have the things I need and I won't have to be constantly writing down or thinking, what, what do I do now or right. what to get now? Right. I'll always have the help to do right. it. And but that in itself gives you a whole lot of mental comfort, you know? There are persons who will say, I'm going to America, I'm going to Canada, or I'm going to Europe, or Latin America. Yes. I'm going to Latin America. That what, what is it that we should look out for in terms of precautionary yes. measures as it pertains to choosing food to eat because some foods you may go and you feel something in the tummy not going right yes and yeah but let's just look at that question what causes that yeah. what causes that disruption in the stomach when you are going to adjust to a new environment in choosing food it's the anxiety oh it's a lot of it has to do with the anxiety okay you're uncertain it's, you're kind of apprehensive mm-hmm. and sometimes it's well, the old saying is, it's a mind over matter. Mm-hmm. Because you're in a new environment, mm-hmm. you're a little unsteady, you're mm-hmm. not sure. You're coming out of your comfort zone, really. Mm-hmm. And you're heading into this new environment mm-hmm. now, and you have to just adjust yourself so you're, you're comfortable. So you're basically out of that zone. Mm-hmm. So you get so anxious. I'm telling you, for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm anywhere I'm going, the first thing I have to think about is how am I going to nourish my body? Right. How? Another thing is what are my sources? What are your choices and sources? What? what okay. Yes. Where am, am I going to go to the supermarket every time? Am I going to go to one of the cooperatives? Am I going to take my things with me? How long am I going to be there? Uh, do I... Am I able to take as much? What are the permits that I need to get now? Mm. Because I tell you something. When I was ill and I was heading to, I was going to Uchi Pines for my program. There were so many things that concerned me. I was excited to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was so looking forward to it. But it's like for days I sat down making a list. Mm-hmm. Do I need to take this? Do I need to take that? Do, is it, and then I thought of the environment too, the climate. Right. Um, so if I'm going to this place, is it going to be cold or hot? So am I going to be able to, to move around True. easily mm-hmm. so that I can have access to all the things? The good thing about it though is that when I got to Uchi Pines, everything was there. Yeah, wow. Awesome. I mean, Every single thing. So, planning, so you could walk mm, out right. on the farm mm. and pick everything mm. that you wanted. I mean, things like muscadine grapes. Mm. I went out, pick mm. any amount at six in the morning and right. you eat. It's and awesome. it was just so awesome. awesome. Right. So, so moving towards traveling with somebody who is ill. Yes. Okay. What's the practical steps um, that should be yes. considered? Okay. Step one. Step one, Mm -hmm. make sure you have the blessing of your medical practitioner. Okay. Am I safe 
to travel. Mm-hmm. How long can, can I, I be do away? this? Okay. What are the medications that I need to take? Mm-hmm. Not just with me, mm-hmm. but what I need to take when I'm there. If I go and say I run out, mm-hmm. what do I do? Do I ask my doctor to give me a prescription ahead of time? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be able to refer me to someone there who can assist me if I'm out of medication? That's the first thing. The second thing is that you have to look at if you are not physically able. Mm-hmm. If you're not physically able to move around, right. now that has to be fixed. You have to look at working with your travel agency. What are the preparations for e- for the airlines? Because, you know, each airline has their own limitations mm-hmm. and each airline has their own boundaries. So if it is a situation where you, you, are, you are not able to move around, you will need, although someone is traveling with you, what about the provisions that now must be made mm-hmm. by the airline for your flight? Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. When you travel now, when you go, what the whole environment that you are going to be moving into. Mm-hmm. Whether it's hotel space yeah. or ah. regular home. Exactly. The bed that you're sleeping yes. on. The ventilation. So yes, much to talk it, about. Yes. So much to talk about. <laughs> if you just joined us, we're talking to Dr. Elorine Turner Price. Uh, cancer survivor, breast cancer survivor. She has written many books on nutrition and also a wonderful book on breast cancer for women who need a guide through the experience um, called Prepare to Live. We're looking at what do you do when you're ill and you're traveling with that person? How do we take care of the person? What other things you need to be considering in the, the traversing back and forth? So you're telling us that when you are um, having somebody who is ill mm-hmm. and you're moving on the plane, even the person is is able to travel on their own, it's always important to have somebody there. Yes, with, it with is. Them. So Absolutely. the person who is diabetic, the person who has hypertension, the person who has cancer, stage one, stage two, or so forth. Irrespective. Irrespective of what kind of illness you have, you need to have somebody there. Yes, it's good to have your own personal right. support. Right. You were saying oh, also, before we continue that, number one, check with your medical. Check with your med- that medical. Is, mm-hmm. That is key. Pivotal. And how long would you be staying? That's something yes. you need to consider. And what medications you need to go with Bring you. Bring with you. And if you are out, do you want to ask them to give you a prescription just before in case time. you run out? Before the time. You know, because... Mm. You might go there for two weeks and right. you decide to stay for two months. That's true. That's and true. then you only have two months supply. So the person comes off the plane. Yes. Or the boat or the ship. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in the, the on the landmass, wherever they are. Europe, Florida, Latin America, yes. um, New York, whatever, wherever, the per- Atlanta, wherever. No, they're considering... Um, moving into a, a home whether it's a hotel or a place for to, to, to abide what what is considered at that time all right now that is really the physical location right location now, so you're going to be staying let's f- say you're staying in a hotel you have to look at the general physical space now if this person has to use a wheelchair you have to now look at access. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. If I'm traveling with this individual, am I going to be able to use the ramp? Am I going to be able to use the elevator? 
do they even have an elevator? Mm, <laughs> I mean, seriously. True, true. And do they have a ramp? How well are individuals um, accommodated? There. So now, mm. when you get into the physical room, how is the bed situation they are going to be sleeping on? Access again to the bed. Access again to maybe table and chair where they are going to be able to have their meals. You know, in the hospital you have provisions mm. where they can the beds are such that you can just pump up your bed and you mm. are able to sit up have your meals a little table is across the bed what if this is not available inside the hotel right. you have to know make sure that you get some consultation or meetings with the authorities mm -hmm. in the hotel. Mm -hmm. There's always a house manager mm -hmm. and there's always someone, a customer service mm -hmm. manager. If you are traveling with someone, if you are basically the support or the chaperone for mm -hmm. an individual that's mm -hmm. ill, you are going to now have to do a lot of that legwork to make sure because the most important thing is that that person is comfortable in the environment that you are in now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they don't get any worse off mm -hmm. because sometimes sometimes they want to get a break so they travel for that reason and sometimes too it's for necessity they have to go for checks they right. have to do other another segment of their treatment right. has to be done there and so you have to make sure that they go through this in a mentally comfortable, comfortable way. way. What about the atmosphere? Yes. So in the home or in the hotel, wherever yes. they are staying, what should be considered as it pertains to the air yes. coming in? We need fresh air. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. And really and truly, um, one ventilation. thing... I, yes, yes, one thing I would say, if you're very ill and you're traveling, it's always advisable that you stay in a home situation oh. instead it's a lot more comfortable okay. it's a lot easier to adjust to because really and truly the hotel is going to have to accommodate you for however long they have other guests and the hotels are not built for sick people really right. so it's a lot easier to relate to when you're going into a, an ordinary home environment meal preparation that's always better. Your support can always, right. you know, make you comfortable. You're better able to select what you eat. Mm -hmm. You're you're better able to 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 just generally prepare. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The rooms that you're staying, you're better able to look at how to get the ventilation because let me tell you, one of the greatest things about healing your body and healing your mind and, and stuff is getting into the sunlight and the fresh air. Wow. All that you need is 20 to 30 minutes a day. It's such a beautiful, healthy, and uplifting thing when you can open your window right. and you can get the fresh air coming in. Right. It's amazing what these things do to healing your body. You know what I mean? Right. When I was ill, my little room was kind of close to the entrance uh, of the house. Mm -hmm. And my windows were always open. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> my head was turned to it. And I, I always watched the sun going down. I couldn't see the sunrise very easily, but the effect of it was always there and the window was always huge and I could always get my fresh air. Mm -hmm. So I could just lift my hand up 
and lift up my curtain and this fresh air. It's amazing. Wow. The laws of health, the new start, it points to having water, mm -hmm. having great nutrition, mm -hmm. having rest, uh -huh. and having fresh air and sunlight. Before. It's the laws of health. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Okay. As we wrap things up, what red flags would you want to highlight to yes. somebody who's thinking of traveling tomorrow, next week with somebody who's yeah. ill? What are the things that you say, watch out for as you traverse with somebody who's ill? Okay. First of all, ensure that you have sufficient permits. Mm -hmm. Make sure your papers are in order. Right. <laughs> That's true. So you don't want to get to the airport with someone in a wheelchair and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, you're not traveling today, you're traveling next week. Right. And then... You don't want to know, oh, but you don't have a visa. You don't have a permit to go here. Make sure. Then make sure that you have your doctor's blessings. Make sure of that. And make sure that mentally you are prepared and ready to do this thing. Then also make sure that you talk with the people who are operating. Air hostesses, the airlines. Right. Make sure that you have a dialogue with them to see what they provide for you see what kind of support they will give you so that you at least your trip can be good right. and you can get through because usually the hassle is getting on the plane getting there and getting off and getting right. through customs that's a great hassle for someone but really um they can make special provisions for you so you are wheeled in and wheeled out and you don't have to stand in line like everybody else. And for food? And for food, make sure that you make your meal plans. Make sure you know how to access what you mm -hmm. need. Your support that's traveling with you, make sure that person has access to the information that is necessary right. to ensure that your food is taken care of. Make sure, too, that wherever you're going... Mm -hmm. You have decent enough water, water because that is very important. And make sure that whatever is be, is the, the normal way. Of, okay, for example, don't go to a country where they eat monkeys and you don't know. Mm -hmm. they, they might just put it on your plate and you are at a very delicate stage. So be careful of what you eat and try to not divert from what your doctor or nutritionist Artist. recommends as much as possible. Wow, so much to talk about. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is Health and Happy. We have Dr. Uh, Turner Price with us explaining to us how do we become a caregiver for persons who are sick? How do we take care of them as, a as you decide to travel and go to various places? We're going to have a yes. part two with a different discussion, not necessarily on this one, but we'll have a part two coming up. Dr. Price will be on one more time on our program. This is Healthy and Happy. Remember, you can join us same time uh, on this station every Saturday evenings at 6.30 p.m. Of course, you can check out our website at ejcsday.com with all the happenings in East Jamaica Conference. You can email us at ejccommunications at gmail.com with all the questions you have and all the things that you like to ask us. Uh, this is Healthy and Happy. I wanted to thank my technical team, Ella Vaz, and Mrs. Sophia Dormer for making this program what it is. Of course, remember you're too blessed to be stressed, too anointed to be disappointed. I leave you with the song Sing Hallelujah. God bless you. So we lift our hands and we lift our hearts to you. For Lord, you deserve our highest praise. Hallelujah. 
Sometimes I failed and let it down. Your love has no end. So fix my heart on you, Lord, so I can sing and give you praise. You're so wonderful to me, and your mercies are so real, oh God. Oh, pray. 